More than $1.5 billion in disaster loans is flowing to the area's Sandy Battered, and another billion could be on the way. The money's helping to rebuild homes and businesses, but many are choosing to do so in areas that are likely to flood again. WNYC's Robert Lewis looks at where the money's going in this report produced in collaboration with investigative news organization ProPublica. The Great Kills Marina Cafe flooded in the early 1990s during a nor'easter. So co-owner Sam Carigliano knew his Staten Island restaurant might take on water with the big Halloween storm headed his way. But he was not prepared for Sandy. An enormous wave must have came in and just lifted everything up. Uh, You could just imagine and pushed this whole wall in. The furnishings were piled in the middle. Chairs on top of tables, you know, up high. Everything was pushed back and out. And wherever the water couldn't get out, it broke out walls. It broke out the back door. It broke out the front door. The restaurant that Curliano opened in 1980 and had built into a neighborhood institution over the years was trashed. And he was faced with a difficult question. Should he rebuild in an area that will almost certainly flood again someday? After much soul-searching and talking to his family, he made the call. We've been here 32 years, had 32 years of good luck and good fortune and laughs. We've had parties here, christenings, family events, a lot of happy times. We had one bad day. We had one bad day. You don't walk away from one bad day. You come back, and that's, that's what it is. If he's able to reopen this spring as planned, it'll be thanks largely to a federal disaster loan from the Small Business Administration. The SBA has agreed to lend him up to $1 million, depending on how much his insurance covers. But while the SBA poured over the cafe's finances to make sure the business could repay the loan, there's no requirement Corigliano build higher, much less move from an area that is in a high-risk flood zone. And he's not alone. According to an analysis by ProPublica, half the loans the SBA made through mid-February went to properties that the Federal Emergency Management Agency says are at risk of flooding again. That's $766 million worth of loans. But the SBA says these loans are one of the main tools the federal government has to support home and business owners after disasters. You know, it's good government. I mean, basically, it's what the private sector won't do. James Rivera heads the program for the SBA. We provide loans to individuals that have damages to their houses damages to their businesses. These individuals may not have had insurance or they may have had insurance and a hurricane comes through or a tornado comes through or a flood comes through and they're uninsured or underinsured losses that we provide. The SBA provides as much as $200,000 for damaged homes and $2 million for businesses. The loans carry low interest rates, less than 1.7% for homeowners and can be repaid over 30 years. Since Sandy, the Small Business Administration has approved more than 21,500 disaster loans, worth more than $1.5 billion. But at the same time the SBA has been giving out loans, the Federal Emergency Management Agency has been reworking their flood maps. FEMA now says more properties are at risk of flooding in the next big storm and recommends building even higher. According to ProPublica, 83% of New York City loans went to proposed flood zones. FEMA won't finalize these maps for up to three years. And until then, there's no requirement for people to take the advice and build higher. 
Corigliano, the Staten Island restaurant owner, says he's not going to take FEMA's recommendation to build up 16 feet. Well, we're in a particular situation where we really can't build higher. Raising the restaurant on stilts would take time and money Corigliano says he doesn't have. You're probably talking about maybe two years of paperwork, and you're talking Army Corps of Engineers to sink piles and so on and so forth. The issue has pulled together advocates across the political spectrum. They're pushing the federal government to change the way it aids disaster-prone areas. Pete Sepp is executive vice president at the National Taxpayers Union. We need to have a policy that carefully considers whether rebuilding in flood-prone areas makes sense and whether such rebuilding ought to be encouraged by government or at least abetted by government through the use of aid and loans. SBA borrowers point out that the disaster loans are just that loans, and the government will make money off of them. But SEP says there's still a cost. These loans do not come without risk to taxpayers. The default rates can be higher than for other types of loans, and we need to take account of that fact. According to the SBA, the default rate for home loans is 10 percent, and for some business loans, it's closer to 20 percent. The SBA says the low-interest loans are subsidized by taxpayers at a rate of about 11 percent. In other words, $2 billion in loans will cost taxpayers $220 million. It's not just low-tax advocates that are raising concerns. Environmental groups like the National Wildlife Federation say the best flood protections are wetlands and to leave stretches of the coast undeveloped. Joshua Sachs is the Wildlife Federation's legislative director. Ideally, we're going to help people move away from the flood zone and not give them assistance to rebuild exactly as is. But we recognize it's a very personal decision. It's a local decision. Many locals don't want to retreat from their waterfront properties. Firefighter Nicholas Dorman worked multiple jobs to buy his Staten Island home in 2006. Well, it meant everything to us. I had my pension in there, everything I had inside that house. To me, it was gorgeous. It was a small, it was a narrow house, but it was beautiful. Nice stone siding on the outside, stucco up top. I just finished my yard. I just did brick pavers, put a pool in, brand new fence, finished it in the beginning of September. He didn't even get to use it. He says the surge smashed boats against the property, and it's now leaning. But he doesn't want to abandon his home. My kids are young, and that's all they know is home. And that's, that's the main reason. And it's mine. It was mine. It's why I worked hard for. It's why I worked multiple jobs to save up for. It was everything I owned. It's everything I had. Dorman was approved for a $192,000 disaster loan from the SBA. There is no data yet on how many property owners are going to rebuild or if they'll elevate their properties to withstand a future flood. For WNYC, I'm Robert Lewis.